Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you reviews of the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes, and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On today's episode, I am talking about Straight to Streaming, this movie that uh, was recommended to me via other podcasts. Looking forward to it, that movie being No One Will Save You, available through Hulu, I believe is the service that I watch this. Yes, it is. Uh, and it's uh, a Hulu movie, I guess. Straight to Hulu. I don't know how you call it, but it did come out this year, 2023. This is written and directed by Brian Duffield, starring Caitlin Deaver. And if you have seen the film Booksmart, Caitlin Deaver is one of the lead girls of that film which is also a good film, very different from this one. But since it is October, and since I am watching and reviewing primarily horror films, I was looking forward to this film, which is a horror film. And let me tell you a little bit about this film. It is uh, an exiled, anxiety-ridden homebody must battle an alien who's found its way into her home. Which is kind of an interesting plot summary for this movie. I didn't know going in that it was had anything to do with aliens. Uh, but you do find, I mean, if you look at the poster, obviously, you know, tractor beam and all that kind of stuff. But uh, a great movie involving aliens and a very interesting character. But this movie recommended, as I said, on one of the many movie podcasts that I listened to. Uh, and this movie was amazing. It's so good. This is a non-stop ride. Uh, the story is told 100% through action, through performance. I don't believe a single character says a single word in a human language. Uh, but it still has a very compelling emotional story within uh, that, you know, there's... Despite this movie not having any dialogue, aside from aliens speak, but we don't know what aliens are saying. They, they're the only ones that are, uh, have any lines in this movie. Uh, but despite the fact that there's no actual words being said, there is a very compelling story being told. Uh, we find out, I mean, it's still, this, this film illustrates how powerful movie and film can be to tell a story without dialogue. And it's also a great cat and mouse style movie, uh, which, you know, it's nonstop action, but also very compelling backstory or a subplot that is going on in the background of this movie. But uh, a great movie, but, you know, also kind of a movie that shows the dangers of being isolated. Uh, this woman who lives in a house by herself. Obviously, she's not necessarily, we find out that she's uh, kind of shunned by the community. We don't know why, you know, we find out why at the end, but we don't know why. But she uh, lives alone. She's very much a homebody, as the description says, right? 
we see at the beginning of this film she has like this elaborate miniature town setup uh which considering i just watched hereditary last week talked about that movie another great horror film uh very interesting to see another horror movie with elaborate model pieces set up uh in in this woman's house we see that she's like a seamstress or a tailor um because she's altering somebody's dress she sh that she ships out so that's kind of seeming like like that's her day job uh works from home uh she goes to visit somebody's grave uh and uh, like going to her car uh or walking around town you see her like waving to people like groups of people but then like immediately like feeling like she's compelled to say hello but really just wanting to mind her own business and get back to her own life uh which i feel you know i relate to this character quite a bit being a homebody being somebody that uh you know i don't i don't really uh, uh bother myself with b being part of any kind of groups or or uh being around people um it's not something that I, I'm, I'm necessarily drawn to. So I, I relate to her. There is a moment where you see her hiding behind her car when there's this cop and another lady walking hand in hand, I believe. Uh, so not sure if that, that's a couple that's married or on a date or whatever, but she's hiding from them. We don't know. So there's a lot of like, we're getting to know little bits about this character, this main character, but we don't really know why. We don't know who this person is she's going to visit at this this gravesite. We don't know why she is so withdrawn from people. We don't know why she's hiding from these specific people, this cop and this this other lady. Don't know if it's specifically the cop that she's hiding from or the woman or both. We don't know. Right? We see that she's possibly has a crush on the postman who seems like kind of a douchebag like he gets out and he the way he delivers the package he does like a basketball shot throwing the box at her mailbox so i i don't her choice in men doesn't really uh, seem very great but uh you know we're seeing little bits of who this character is and um we see she's writing a letter and it's clear that they, she has like this these regrets of this like falling out that she had with a friend Right? So these are like little pieces we're getting at the very beginning of this movie, kind of setting up, asking a lot of questions, kind of setting up what are all what happened with that friendship? Who are these people? Why is she in this situation? All those things. Right. Which I appreciate how this movie sets everything up, sets up our main character, Bryn, who is Caitlin Deaver from Booksmart uh, and kind of little glimpses of her backstory and, of course, the gimmick of this movie is that there's no word spoken, right? It's not a silent film, right? Sound plays a huge part in this movie. It's just, uh, you know, technically, technically words are spoken, but, you know, communicated through aliens, not actual words of Earth in any way. But this movie, I would say, is very smart because you don't have dialogue to communicate things you have to communicate things in other ways uh which i appreciate that uh and i don't really want to give too much away the poster i would say the poster and the 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 
the uh, description, the plot description gives away. Just the fact that you know it's an alien, which you do find out it's an alien pretty early on. But that reveal, which starts out almost like a home invasion, and then you see that it's an actual alien, that's a nice reveal that happens naturally. But in marketing, they, they spoil that aspect of it. Regardless... Uh, it's a very intense game of hide and seek. I would say this movie, uh, throughout the film, we see what it is that, uh, we, you know, we get all the answers answered. Like what is she have regrets about in her past? Why she may be so isolated. Uh, it gives us a emotional subplot that, you know, I think is used to great effect, especially at the end of the film. It really, really comes together great at the end of the film when we finally find out what everyone's true intentions are and why everybody is acting the way they are. Let's take a break from the podcast for one short moment because I want to tell everybody out there about my art series, The Many Faces. They are original ink paintings on paper, abstract and surreal faces that I release every single day. I want to say, not only can you purchase the original paintings, which there are over 2,300 available through my website, InspiredDisorder.com, but now I am also offering limited edition prints. These prints are signed, these prints are numbered, and they are limited to five prints per image. And these prints are made by me, so you get the highest quality print made by the artist himself signed by me shipped by me all of that stuff by me and uh, it's a great way to collect my art if you want to save a little bit of money because obviously the originals cost more prints cost less so now is the time to head on over to inspireddisorder.com and start collecting some original artwork take your walls to the next level with original artwork by myself, Ray Taylor, by going to InspiredDisorder.com, shopping now, buying artwork, take your walls to the next level, experience the magic of art, and start your art collection today. Buy original artwork, buy high-quality limited edition prints, and so much more, InspiredDisorder.com. And now let's get back to the show. This movie was a stressful roller coaster ride, and I loved every minute of it. Um, and I do love when artists impose restrictions on what they can do, on what they can use. Like the restriction or the gimmick of this not having any dialogue forces you to think differently, right? Exploring and experimenting with new ways to communicate to the audience, story, intention the just the internal thoughts of what characters might be thinking so I, I love that that aspect of this movie but i do want to get into spoilers talk about specifics of that movie this movie so if you haven't seen it head on over to hulu watch this movie right watch uh no one will save you right that's the name of it yeah no one will save you watch the movie come back and then listen to the rest of this review if you don't mind, if you've already seen it, you want to hear my thoughts on specifics of this movie, then this is this is your warning regardless. Spoiler warning. So this is an alien movie, obviously. I, I, I spoiled it, I guess, but so did the plot summary. So does the poster. 
Uh, as I said, this opens as a possible home invasion, which is also a scary premise for a horror movie. You know, especially if you live alone, like she lives alone in like a big house and it's, you know, uh, kind of more rural. You know, she has neighbors that are kind of close by, but it's not like a normal suburb kind of uh, situation where people are close. So she's got some isolation to where she lives alone and somebody's in her house and being a big house, you know, a lot of places for somebody who's breaking in to hide. Or for you to hide when they are trying to get you. And because no words are spoken, the sounds, right? You have floors creaking, uh, giving away her position. Uh, she, there's moments where she's slowly sliding out of her house slippers so she can walk more quietly. Like all these little details that you see in this movie because there's no dialogue, because there's no words. Um, and then when we finally see that it's an alien, it is your kind of stereotypical alien design, the gray big head big black eyes skinny body so it has a very recognizable they didn't try to actually it's, i think it's pretty rare that aliens in movies look like the typical aliens in movies whether you think of movies like signs or even uh men in black so many alien movies and they so rarely have the look of the stereotypical alien um so i appreciated the fact that this movie does have that aspect they didn't try to reinvent the look of the alien although there are some aspects of these aliens that they do redesign that i which also makes sense right just as humans come in different shapes and sizes so do these aliens when she goes to hide under her bed a great moment happens in every movie every horror movie every movie where somebody's scared they go hide under the bed and what happens in every other movie besides this one there is nothing under the bed now in reality if you have storage space under your bed chances are there is stuff under your bed and the idea of being able to crawl under your bed in most real situations is not very attainable and I love this movie that when she goes to do that, of course, there's stuff under her bed, which I love that. Uh, you have when she does go on the other side of the bed, there's some room, right? So when she does get under the bed, kind of, and we see the alien's feet, the alien's feet are super interesting. They're almost like hands that are almost like if you ever played pool and you're doing a bridge with your hands, it's kind of like that. The alien's feet are kind of like walking on fingertips or like the hand uh, in it in the Adams family. Right. And it's kind of walking on its fingertips instead of taking big steps. Very interesting kind of design of the alien. Her using uh, an electric curling iron that is unplugged as a weapon or seemingly she has armed with uh, is very comical as well. And the moment when the alien and her finally see each other when she's trying to hide behind the refrigerator door. Absolutely terrifying. She, in the, after that moment, she's running away and the door, front door flies, bursts inside the house and she gets knocked out. And it's like a big, and dazed. And it's a big, like, oh no. Like, it's a moment where I verbally shout, oh no. Because she gets knocked out. Very scary. 
Uh, and she's in, gets to her model room where this elaborate model is, and you have the alien pulling her back out into the hallway. Just terrifying, because you don't know what the alien's there for, uh, and she's compromised now. On As she's being dragged out, she grabs something, and then the alien kind of, with its powers, stands her up and turns her around, and as it does that, she stabs the alien in the head with this thing. And it's surprising. It's a surprising moment, not only to her, the alien, me watching this thing. It's like this, some like miniature structure from her, 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 you know, elaborate miniature setup. This like structure that has like a bell on it. I don't know, like a top of a church or something like that. Uh, and the alien gets stabbed in the head. Kind of a great moment, right? And that like, in that moment when the, the alien gets stabbed, it's like a light switch went off and everything now no longer works. And it's amazing how in this movie, because there's no words, there's no dialogue. It very like there's a lot of sounds that happen, which, you know, life seems to be very loud when you don't have a lot of people talking in it, uh, or at least when a movie is forced to provide sound in order to help tell the story and there's no dialogue it allows the sounds of a house an old house like all of those this creaking floor the bell that's part of this thing that the alien was stabbed with even the old rotary phone that she dials with like they could have used any kind of phone it could have been a cell phone with a flat glass screen but it's an old rotary phone that has its own specific kind of a sound to it. Right? Just it's amazing how loud life can be when people shut up. Uh and then you she has this realization nothing's working, the phones aren't working, none of the appliances work. She goes to her car and that's not I don't think her car was working either. Maybe it was. Can't remember. Um And you see on her lawn, which we saw for a moment when she left her house in the beginning of the movie to deliver the dress that she had been sewing. And she goes to water this like dead patch in her lawn that almost looks like if you've ever had like a little kiddie pool on uh, uh, grass. And after you remove the kiddie pool, there's kind of like this dead kind of aspect of it it's not like a perfect circle although sometimes with kiddie pools it would be but in this movie it kind of is that size of this circular dead patch but it's not perfectly a circle but she notices them all over her her uh lawn so there's like little mini crop circles kind of but a lot smaller like uh kiddie pool size uh and then she sees she her walking to go to the police station and when she walks in it's that same cop with the same woman and the woman spits in her face, which only still no words, which only like, like even amplifies what, like what happened? Like obviously clearly why she would want to hide if somebody's going to react like an older woman so angry at you that she spits in your face like for somebody to spit in your face unless it's just like something that like racists do you know because it's just like 
for it not to be racially motivated and to be perpetrated by somebody who's racist for it to happen just out of anger between two people is like only adds more of a question to what happened to her what's going on what could she she seems like a nice person why is this old lady spitting in her face Let's take another quick break from this podcast episode because I want to share with you a way to make some easy money on the side. If you're looking to make some extra money and uh, you want to do it, making content. You don't have to have a massive following on social media. You don't even have to have social media accounts. All you have to do is have the ability to either take pictures or videos. And that's by creating user-generated content and go through the company that I go through, that I make money, that I do myself, head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash UGC. That stands for user-generated content, inspireddisorder.com slash UGC. You can check out all of the content that I've made so far for brands, for products, uh, which the bonus, not only are they paying you to take selfies with their, their product, not only are they paying you to review their product, or, or demo their product, but you're also getting free products, which is always nice. So it's it's a little bit of a bonus. Not only are you getting paid, but you're getting free products. Sign up through my link and join Join Brands. That is the company that I use that connects content creators with companies that have products that they need their products to be uh, shared, content made of it, uh, reviewed, unboxed, whatever it is. Very easy to sign up. The certification process is very easy, proving that you are able to take pictures that look good, you're able to take videos that are edited well, and you understand what the assignments are as far as how-to videos, unboxing videos, things of that nature. It is a very easy setup process. Links to that, inspireddisorder.com slash UGC, and that's where you can see product reviews, product photos, how-to videos, unboxing videos. Uh, product demos that I have done with join brands in the past to make money, and I continue to do it today. So head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash UGC and check it out and sign up through my link, inspireddisorder.com slash UGC. Now let's get back to the show. And you kind of have this idea, maybe that's her best friend's parents, the one that she had this falling out with. And we immediately find out that, yes, it, this movie's starting to answer some of those questions. Yes, it was her friend, and her friend is no longer alive, and she died when they were 12. So, you know, she's, I don't know, early 20s, maybe 10 years later. So we don't know what the situation was. Clearly, they feel she's responsible, but I like that we're slowly getting answers to some of these questions especially after getting her spit in the face like if they held off on that i'd be thinking about that the whole time why she's tr running away from aliens but she goes to her grave we see you know how how long she lived so she was 12 her friend was 12 um and it's like 30 minutes in and i'm looking it's like still no dialogue so i was like maybe this movie is just not going to have any words spoken which I was kind of hoping for. I was like, let's do this. It's almost like when I'm watching a movie and I, and I start to notice that everything that's been happening is in a single take. And a lot of times I will go back and see when the, that single take, that, that one-er started. 
Uh, obviously, I knew that this was going, but I made a note of it that's like, wow, 30 minutes in to this was like a 90-minute movie. Yeah, just over 90 minutes, a third of this movie, and nobody's said a word yet. So she's trying to get out of town, right? Obviously, just got spat in the face. Not very welcome. Uh, also, aliens at her house, dead alien at her house. Uh, so she gets on a bus seemingly to get out of town, right? Her car doesn't work, so she's got to get out of there. And now we find out that there are not only the gray aliens that we know of, but also the body snatch type of aliens where there are humans on the bus that are now speaking alien language and are coming after her. So it's opening up this kind of world that exists. The aliens are among us as humans. Uh, and, uh, you know, multiple aliens on the bus. She ends up getting out, running home, right, where the dead alien is still. But she's, like, trying to board it up. She boils water for some reason. I'm not sure why. I think at some point she throws it at him, but I don't know why this is like the immediate thing she goes to do to boil water. Uh, Add moisture to the air for some reason. I have no idea. She starts closing up all the windows, nailing blankets up. But of course we see later that these nails just getting pushed out by the aliens. Uh, There's the scene where the alien is getting beamed out of her house, which is super cool. Uh, How they, the look of that. And not only do we get the stereotypical aliens, not only do we get the body snatch aliens, but we also get aliens of different proportions, which makes sense. Like there's shorter aliens, smaller aliens, and some much larger with like extended limbs. So it's a variety of aliens still of the same look and feel as humans are, but still a diversity. There's a a wide range of diversity when it comes to these aliens. There's a scene where she kills uh, one dude by pushing him into the tractor beam. Like, he gets caught halfway. Very great moment. You have the moment where she blows up the giant spider alien in her car. Like, she's being chased. She runs into her car, follows the giant spider alien, follows her in there, and then she ends up blowing it up. That's a great moment as well. Uh, there is a kind of alien type of parasite that ends up transferring, uh, like going into her. She, she ends up getting taken up to the, the, the spaceship and they, they probe her memory or whatever. And we see that potentially the reason why they're there is to study or understand her trauma maybe Or maybe when they brought her up, that's when they realized her trauma. But that's also when we finally see the events that happened that led to her friend's death, right? We finally see what happened and the the guilt that she has over this, uh, this situation, this event that happened when she and her friend were 12, which is like, it's brutal. It's brutal. And... One of the many themes of this movie is how horrible things can happen when you're just defending yourself. As with the alien in her home, 
getting stabbed with the piece of her miniatures, right? This this moment where her trying to defend herself leads to the death of the alien, the event in her childhood where her using a rock to defend herself ended up being fatal to her friend, right? These moments when you're trying to defend yourself, maybe going a little bit too hard defending yourself, but it's like, what are you going to do, right? There's moments in life where you don't know what somebody else is planning to do to you and you need to find a way to stop it. And sometimes the way you stop it is a little bit more severe than maybe you want, maybe than they wanted. Maybe it's too much, but sometimes, I mean, that's why people can get off uh, with self-defense. There's a reason why self-defense is a reason for somebody to get away with killing somebody else and not get away with it. But like, because in defending yourself, you can't like, it's not the time where you're going to be subtle, right? You, you just got to do what you got to do to survive. So interesting theme in this interesting to see what the inciting incident was with her and her friend. Obviously, it would make sense why her parents wouldn't like her. Uh, although, the fact that the town shuns her was kind of a bummer. Like, I would, like, I don't know why she would even live there. Sell your house, go move to another small town where they don't care. They don't know you. You know, they can hear your side of the story. I was defending myself, and this horrific accident happened. But still, an interesting way for them to show it as these aliens kind of reading her her memories right and in the end you have the aliens have like kind of taken over the bodies of the other people in the town so now the people in the town are actually nice to her because they are inhabited by aliens and they like seemingly have a nice relationship it's kind of it's a weirdly nice ending to this whole this whole movie uh and she's kind of finally able to move on from her trauma and from her guilt right kind of thanks to these aliens forcing her to confront it right the aliens in studying her were able to help her through her own trauma kind of mutually beneficial for both both species as it were uh but i love the world building in this movie i love the way the telling and the reveal of her backstory like what happened to her and her friend why her friend's parents were so mad at her that they would spit in her face. Uh, you know, it shows that stories can be told without dialogue and exposition, right? Truly showing the power of film uh, and the other elements of film that go into telling a story and how crucial those things can be. So for so many, and it's just a really fun ride, right? It's scary. It gets your adrenaline up. You're on the edge of your seat. It's got a good story. This movie's got a little bit of everything. I really liked it. And a great performance by the lead. Uh, super enjoyed that as well. Uh, but I also want to thank all of you for tuning in to this episode of The Ray Taylor Show. I do hope that you enjoyed my thoughts on No One Will Save You. Don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more movie and TV show reviews. And join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on YouTube.com slash Inspired Disorder where all of these episodes are available in video formats. But until next time, enjoy the show. 
Subscribe to The Ray Taylor Show on YouTube and everywhere podcasts are found. Binge the full week ad-free over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Purchase Ray Taylor Show merch over at inspireddisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out. Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.